what's going on guys welcome to season three of the are we recording podcast we get some applause, Round of applause. Yeah, you can sing a sing a song i know you've got probably something prepared right the boys are back again the boys are back again Ba-bow. oh yeah that's boy band Ether yeah for sure boy band Ether for sure um well anyway welcome to season three episode one uh we're glad you came back and uh excited for uh what's coming up ahead uh making some changes to uh, the format of the show probably won't be as guest oriented but still gonna be the same shenanigans um shenanigans is that the word you just used yeah <sighs> i don't know do you not like shenanigans not not really i was it was i wasn't feeling it okay what do you what would you call what we do hoopla hoopla yeah <laughs> okay same old hoopla. all right well this is gonna be the same old hoopla that you expect <laughs> from the art recording guys um but yeah, I think just a little more focused on the pop culture aspect of it. Um, Want to get you guys more involved. So um, kind of make this a community where you guys can just like let us know what you guys are watching, what you guys are listening to. We can do reviews, talk about it on the show. And um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ethan, you got anything to say about season three, man? Oh, I mean, you said it all. Like, like I said, we want to say thank you to all the guests that we've had and all the guests we're going to have. But we want to keep it more about me and him, like the narcissist, the two narcissists that we are. Um, Narcissists, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And not saying we're not going to have guests. We always, anytime we have the opportunity to have a guest, we're going to have them on. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We we don't. We love talking to people, but we want it to be about our voices and communicating with y'all, like conversations with each other and with y'all. Yeah, so. and about the world around us. There's a, a lot to talk about, a lot of crazy stuff. So uh, let's not waste any more time. Uh, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button, follow us on all of our socials, and uh, shit, let's get right into it. Um, you got to get my intro. Yeah, we got to do the uh, intro. Yeah, I know. If you guys don't know who we are already, I mean, what, what are you watching for? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Gage Sutton, and with co-host Ethan, the Rottweiler Hamilton. <laughs> And we are, are recording, so again, thank y'all for clicking on. Um, but let's get right into it. Um, man, I don't even know where to start, man. Uh, I feel like work, my, my life has just been work, sleep, video games. Uh, that's the consensus of it, basically, so far. I, I've been, I'm with you on that, like work, video games. Um, I mean, going out, going out is sprinkled here and there, everywhere. Yeah. But it's been chill. I mean, this weekend, I, went and I saw my brother down in Arkansas. He's doing well. It was the first time I've been down in Arkansas, and let's just say uh, it was quite an experience. Man, I, I've heard I've heard some things about the University of Arkansas. Um, what, what would you say like the experience was compared to like Texas State? Or- oh, it's it's two like vastly like different schools. Like the way I see Arkansas, Arkansas is like that traditional like SEC like type school, mm. and it's very like Greek life oriented. And I know in our episode uh, Young O Three Six that we talked a lot about Greek life. And this is like one of the first times I've really been immersed into it because like my brother and a lot of his friends are involved in it, and yeah, it was def it was definitely something for sure. <laughs> like I'm just not something. used to yeah. Like I'm just like I've never been the biggest fan of like Greek life, but I mean it was cool for what it was. Like everybody down there is like obsessed with it though. Hmm. Like that's their thing. Yeah, I mean I I've never really gotten it. Um... I don't know. I've I've been to A and M, or my sister goes to A and M, so I guess that's the closest thing I've experienced to it. Um, but yeah, I definitely just don't get that culture, so I, I can understand like why it was a little bit of a like 
weird experience for you, I guess. Yeah, it was definitely, like... I mean, it was cool for the one time. Like, like I said, his friends were pretty chill. Like, everybody was chill. But it was, like... It's, like... It's just, like, I've just never gotten, like, fraternity. Just doesn't make sense. Stuff. No, it's not for me. It's definitely not for me. Yeah. Like, it's something that, like... I guess either you get it or you don't. And... <laughs> Unfortunately for me, I guess like I don't, cool. I don't get it. I'm cool with not getting. Yeah, that too. But I mean, it was cool. It was cool for what it was. It's like it also like I went down there and saw a lot. Now that I'm like 21, I've made a concerted effort to like check out like the the club and bar scenes by paying as least amount of money as possible. Yeah. And Arkansas has a lot of cover fees, and that is honestly the worst thing in the world. Like. Yeah. Cover fees are disgusting. Yeah, because I mean, like. Because I'm a, I'm a broke boy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to be paying cover fees whatsoever. Yeah, I guess that's the primary issue. Um, I, I was gonna say like I, I just like the aspect of like bar hopping and being able to go from bar to bar. And if you're making me pay a cover cover charge at like each place I go to, yeah, I'm just gonna stay there all night. I'm not gonna go spend more money just to go to another bar. Yeah. So no, I don't know. I'm definitely with you. Like, bro, it was it was insane. Like, especially because they start so early too. Like, I'm so used to when we're in San Marcos. Like, even he down here, like. I'm drinking late. Like, I'm talking, like, 8. Not 8. Like, like 10, 30, 11. Like, I'm getting ready, like, to go out and start drinking. Not, like, at 8, 39. Yeah. Like, those are old people hours. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> it, it's crazy, man. Uh, just seeing the different, like, landscapes of all of, like, the different colleges and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, like you said, this is an SEC feeling. Like... I feel like I would probably probably get those vibes like at Alabama. Shout yeah, out definitely. Isaac, if you were if you're yeah. watching this, I know Isaac is a University of Alabama guy, so I know yeah. they're very frat heavy too. Yeah, but that's good, man. Uh, besides that, how's Ian doing, man? I know and he's good. He's still at pain. Like, yeah, I know he's listening. He's probably gonna comment something, but I mean everything's good. Like everything's good. Yeah, I know yeah. you've been to some concerts recently. Yeah, man. Actually, uh, just went to go see Jin Smino. Check out the uh, concert vlog in the TikTok. Oh yeah, and Ethan's shirt. Fire ass shirt. Fire ass shirt. Um, yeah, it was actually a lot of fun, man. Uh, it was like my fourth time seeing Jid, uh, second time seeing Smino, and man, I just had a lot of fun. Uh, I I can't say enough about the experience. That, that that show was awesome. This tour is awesome. So. No, I was waiting to see if you're gonna get called up on stage or anything like that. Oh, that would have been really cool, man. Um. <laughs> I, I've thought about it like all, all the time that's something like one of my dreams I'm like if I get called up on stage during one yeah. of my favorite artist shows how bad would you fold if you accidentally slipped up and said the young word oh like, how I bad would, would you I would <laughs> <laughs> just walk up give up, give up the mic but like uh, I mean we could kind of talk about like at the Kendrick Lamar concert we saw him bring up that yeah but I see I see that video all the time Matt City too, and she like I mean you just gotta have the social awareness of like yeah, you're at a rap concert, but mm, you probably shouldn't be throwing it around, especially with the mic in your hand. No, not at all. So, but it like makes me think because like me myself, like if I would be so nervous to be called on stage by an artist, even if I knew just it, just for flubbing up the words though, right? Dog, I would fumble. Like I'm <laughs> so bad at remembering lyrics. Like there's maybe like three, four songs I can remember lyrics like in fully. Like I can remember spurts, but there's always like that one like line in a verse that I'm like that I have it mixed up and every time I hear it I fix it like while I'm saying it but I would just fold so bad yeah see I don't know man I think that's that's one of the things where we're different because like I just feel I have a like a whole side of my brain brain I promise you is just dedicated 
to remembering useless song lyrics. Lyrics to songs that I haven't heard in years, but I could just hear it and just be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Um, it's so weird, but I would feel very comfortable with an artist pulling me up on stage, and I would feel pretty comfortable with like knowing a lot of the lyrics. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it. Not like, to say I'd, I'd be perfect, but... Yeah, you, you, you slip up every now and then and say the word, but like, who, who doesn't say it? Oh my god. <laughs> trying to get me canceled, man. Cancel Gage. <laughs> nah, I, I don't think you would, but honestly, like, I feel like when artists do that, especially like white fans, that's a setup. They're setting them up, that's yeah. A, yeah that's, <laughs> Absolutely. That's a Tupac biggie, like, they gotta set the fuck up. And I'm all for here for it. Like that shit is hilarious to me, because I know they don't mean nothing by it. But it's like, because I, I could, I would feel the embarrassment like radiating from the stage, <laughs> and I wouldn't know what to, what to do if I was them. Like I might like just fall like melt like into the floorboards. Yeah, but like just imagine like they bring you up and you don't mess up. Yeah, you have that memory for the rest of your oh, life. Oh my god, you it's one of the performed crazy... on stage with blank yeah. and blank, and in your case. Might be with Drake. Don't don't put that in the air. In Argentina, if I because I'm Travis LaFall. because I'm gonna go see yeah yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go see uh, Drake and Lollapalooza this year, and I would like, like I would definitely faint, girl. Like just in general, like would you faint on stage? Like if you I'd be really up? close. Like I'm not gonna hold you. Like fainting, like I would never say like I would faint. Uh, They'll roll after. you out on the Degrassi <laughs> and the Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I would never say I would faint because another grown man. But that's because that's a pause. Yeah. But, like. I would definitely get, it would definitely be really close. I mean, it's Drake, bro. I mean, I would definitely faint. Like, yeah. I would get close. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm like I'm. I'd have to be like severely like intoxicated or like high off of intra- <laughs> adrenaline that I would like adrenaline. adrenaline that I would like be, be able to lock in and be like, all right, let's not fuck with the words. Let's lock the fucking. <laughs> let's not fuck with the words. Let's get say the words, get off the stage, and then let's see the video afterwards and be like, oh my god, I did that. Because <laughs> I'm promise you, like. I would never, like, I would never let y'all live this down. Like, I might get a whole new set of friend groups, like, in a yeah. different tax bracket if that happens. So, y'all should be scared. <sighs> Man. Because I thought it was going to happen one time. Because when I saw Anderson <laughs> Pack go on tour with uh, Matt DeMarco and Earl Sweatshirt, um, Earl Sweatshirt is my lookalike, one of my many lookalikes. People say I look like Earl Sweatshirt, Prince, ASAP Rocky. And, um. I'll let y'all discuss that in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and, um,. I was like, I had this whole moment planned out that I was like, all right, my friends are going to lift me up on my, like, because we got right next to the cage. Our friends, were, my friends are going to lift me up. And I was going to make eye contact with Earl. And like, knowing the sense of humor, humor Earl has, like, there's no way he wouldn't have been like, bro, we look the exact same. Like, we look the exact same. <laughs> and so, but instead it was Matt DeMarco that came out. And it was cool, but I was very brokenhearted. Mm. Okay. I mean, like, I, I still feel like those personal experiences with, like, artists are pretty cool. Have you had, like, a, like a face-to-face, one-on-one experience nah, with I never artists? with an artist, nah. I no. don't think so. I never got mm-hmm. like that. Because well, you, you know what they say, like, never meet your heroes. And I'm not saying, like, a, like a musician or just anybody, like, a celebrity's going to be my hero, but I don't think I would ever want to meet any of them, you know? So you wouldn't want a picture with Kanye West? That, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a liar. I would want a picture with Kanye West, <laughs> but I don't think I'd want to have a conversation with any of them. You wouldn't want a conversation with Kanye West? I'm a liar again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I, I, we've probably, I'm sure we've definitely talked about it on the podcast before, is, like, not holding celebrities to a higher standard or whatever. But, like... If, if I would meet, like, a celebrity, like, naturally, then I would do it. Naturally, But I yeah. would never, like... 
I don't know. And like in my situation, I, never got I paid life. money to do a meet and greet with Jid. Got a picture with him. I thought it was pretty cool, but no, I I'm not. Like, mad. I'm, not I'm not saying it's like weird. It's like because I did a meet and greet for like Joe Budden one time, Joe, the Joe Budden mm-hmm. podcast, and it was cool. But like afterwards, I was like, hmm, I just paid money to meet them. Like it's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, the concept of it is kind of weird, but like, I don't know. It, it makes sense, but at the same time, like you're right. Just the the premise of oh, I'm paying money to take a picture with this person all right yeah i'm, pay, literally, uh, like, I'm paying money to, to fist bump him or say hello it's yeah. like it's weird like i wonder like i always thought about it i wonder if less artists would do it if like instead of you paying the money like before the fact people had to give you the money like straight up like oh here's a hundred dollars let's no nah, because the thing is i feel like so it would be weird at the concert um before you like when i got there i went by myself uh first time ever going to a concert by myself highly recommended if you haven't done it before um I got in line and met with this guy and they actually have like a clipboard and I think they have to do like background checks and make sure that you're not like doing crazy shit. Not background checks, but like, I'm sure like there's a whole process of they're not just going to let anybody in and it's like, I think they do let anybody in. Like, Hey, if anybody that does that can let us know in the comments, let us know. Yeah. Or that's that's listening. Like, just let us know. But I really don't think they do background checks on who does meet and greets. There's I mean, no way because well, I've seen too many weirdos. The thing is, they asked for my uh-huh. name, and they had like they had me show my ID at the door before I got in with like the VIP or whatever meet and greet pass. So yeah, but I think that's just like a ticket thing. Yeah, it could just be a ticket thing. I mean, I still had my ticket scanned at the door, but it was more of just a. Uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Uh, if someone in the concert industry or music industry knows anything about that, let us know in the comments. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean. Concerts are a lot of fun, man. Um, I, I I definitely need to go to more. Um, actually, got tickets to see Fallout Boy. I'm gonna go uh, get some two thousands rock that's nostalgia. Right. Pretty cool. Uh, that's in June, I think. That's but live. Besides actually, that, live. we might go see Mac Ayers. That'd be live. We go see Mac Ayers. Yeah, I'll be I, back in Dallas. If I don't start dragging my feet about it, yeah, I'll no. see if I do. Oh, I don't know if we already mentioned it. I know this is our second take, <laughs> but. Um, we're, we're, we're filming in Dallas, Texas right now. My true. first time in Dallas, or second time in Dallas, first time we're recording in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm glad you're looking to see you, man. We're going to have a special guest in this episode. Oh, One yeah. is already down here. He's my prince little Brody, and he's very moody. So if y'all see him, or y'all even hear him too, listeners, because he will uh, howl at some point during the the uh, the episode. Yeah, he's just down here chilling. But um, yeah, no, I'm glad you're having fun. And speaking of special guests, I feel like it's time to introduce our next guest. I think so, too. And it's time for our next segment. Always bet on fatherhood. Always bet on fatherhood. (laughs) You can always bet on fatherhood. Rock on. I'm ready to sing with a hip. The hop, the hip, the hip, 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 hop. Don't stop rocking to the bang, bang, boogie. Up, jump, the boogie, to the rhythm of the boogie, the beat. I skilled it up, Brody. <laughs> you done now? <laughs> okay, so we should probably introduce the segment. Uh, this is a new uh, advice column that we're doing called uh, "Always Bet on Father." Always bet on fatherhood. Oh boy, it's um, gonna be a good one. And today we've got Big Mike, Ethan Hamilton, Ethan Hamilton's father, joining us today. Right on, Rastafari. Okay, all right, all right ever living, right, ever right. faithful. 
The most side. Okay, okay. All right. Big Mike, let me tell you first off, thank you for letting me stay here in your beautiful home here in Dallas. Dude, Texas. you can't come out and go to me anytime. Oh, now here comes the Jamaican accent. Oh, come on. You, <laughs> can, you know what I'm saying? I'm a dredge. You know my dredge? No, I don't oh, see yeah, that. All right, all right, all right. All right, so I think we should get right into the questions that uh, the viewers have lined up for you. Uh, Ethan, do you want to hit them? Hit your father with the first one. So the first question we had from one of our viewers was that um, right? It's it's, it's a Friday night, right? They're out at the bar. They're looking for for some young harlots. How would you approach a, a young woman back in your younger days in the nineteen thirties? Well, um, first of all, I bring my dog with me. You bring your dog with you. I bring my dog with me. Your actual oh. dog or your friends? Well, them two. <laughs> them two, you know what I mean? I bring my dogs with me, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, gonna hit up the girls, in, you know, in Friday happy hour? No, First of all, you, 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 you're young too. Young people don't go to happy hour. Oh, yeah. Back no, in my days, young people go happy hour. Young people don't go to happy hour. Oh, you young guys don't go to happy hour. Oh, happy hour starts at four and at two in the morning. <laughs> oh, two in the morning, that's a happy hour start? That's a happy day. No, happy hour after work. You know, work, leave at 3 o'clock. You go freshen up, boom, boom, clean up, straight to the bar. No, wait, well, you eat first. <laughs> then you go happy hour, and then you go to the clubs. Okay, okay so assuming, right, you you, you eat, eat first, right? You go find you some, some Whataburger, some McDonald's, right? No, 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 no. That's your kind of eating. Okay, okay, okay. So what's <laughs> TGI? Uh, oh my, TGI Fridays. You TGI to... Fridays. You know that used to be my happy hour place. Okay, so you go to TGI Fridays, right? At the bar. At the bar, you go to yeah, the bar. Not the restaurant. At the bar. At the bar, you order food at the bar. Snacks. <laughs> okay, you order snacks. Okay. As food at the bar. Okay, yeah. You call yourself. Okay. I think we're missing the whole point. Of this, I though. think he's missing the whole point of this. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? I was just, let me. Can I finish? Okay, go ahead. So, you're at the bar, right? You mm-hmm. see a girl that looks good, that looks nice, right? In another lifetime, right? In another lifetime. Yeah. How would you approach her? A friend is asking. Hey, bartender. Hook up the girl. Oh, wow. Don't... You see, you see, that's how we used to do it. Because by the place you normally used to go at, the bartender knows you. So, when you walk in, you go... He knows your drink. <laughs> yeah, but like... But if you see someone that you like, you know, you they bartender. How about... Oh, you? send her a drink. Just yeah. right away. Right okay. away, you know so what I mean? Send, you, so you used to send women drinks off the rip. If I like her. Not everybody. I, that's, that's a, I don't like yeah. that. Okay, see, because we have friends of the belief that you don't spend money on a woman. Period. Um, period. <laughs> but, but in this case, you especially do not buy women drinks at the bar. Why not? Because why would I buy women to drink at the bar? Because you don't understand. <laughs> Let me teach you, youngin. Women nowadays, right, they will take the drink and they'll walk away. And then I'm out twelve fifty. That's now. That's now. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty for the drink. Woo! Yeah. I don't spend twelve fifty. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but see, that's what... see. Back in the days, you know, we go by the nips. The beers just be small, called twenty five cents. Twenty five cents for beer is outrageous. Tulsa, okay. T town, T town, T town, T town. That's where we used to go. You know what I mean? Beers used to be cheap there. Back in the day. Okay, see, that's where I think the divide is. Beers are uh, not beers. Cause I'll never buy a woman a beer, but like drinks in general for women is. Insanely expensive now, especially because well, yeah, as viewers you know, know yeah. I, don't have, I don't have money. 
Well, you gotta get a job first. Okay, let's show. <laughs> right, let's show. If you if you don't have a job, you can't go happy hour. Yeah, this is for folks that, that that have jobs. If you don't have a job, click. Yeah, off right if now. you don't have a job, forget about it. Stay home. <laughs> this don't, advice is not. Don't, don't even don't even do. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is not your fatherhood. Do do not do an Uber Eat, you know, or a DoorDash, you know, because you ain't got no money. This is for people who work. Who, who got jobs? Who got a job? Nine to five. Nine to five, and can go to happy hour. Okay. So okay. You, all right. You you you. So you get her. You get her a drink, right? I'll offer her the drink. You know. But how do you know what she wants too? If you don't talk. I don't to know. Her. The bartender. The bartender must know her. You know what I mean? Or the bar, Sometimes bar, the, the bartender, for the uh, most part, would they like have an idea of what she would want? You would ask. Okay. You know. Okay. Or if you know her from you know you. Probably see her drinking something that she might like. You may offer you drink. Uh, another one of those. Another one of those. Yeah. 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 That's not a bad idea. It's, yeah. Except I will never do it because I'll buy a woman to drink. But well, then you know you're gonna be single all your life. Okay. Thanks, man. Sorry, but <laughs> I mean, that, my bad. Oops. <laughs> uh, hey, I mean, you don't have to buy every woman in the bar a drink. Oh, how about you just don't buy any? Why would I do that? My, isn't my personality good enough? Why would I buy her a drink? It's, it's social. So you, you get to you know talk to her. Yeah, but I could talk to her without buying her a drink. You could talk to her, but you know nowadays women they want everything. Oh, she will get you. See? Back in the days, <laughs> back in the days, you know, you know, you you can offer a woman a drink. She don't have to take it, but you can offer it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and this is the fatherly advice column. So I mean, just take the advice and go with it. Yeah, I mean, like you, you may not if you're think it to, works. If you're listening to us for fatherly advice, that means whatever you're doing right now is not working. Yeah, but I mean, I think this is this is good <laughs> advice in my opinion. I mean, like, hey, this is what we this is what we brought Big Mike on for. He, if you want to talk to the girl, you offer her. Hey, ma'am, would you like a drink? You call her ma'am, ma'am, girl. What do you want to call her? You know her name? No. Okay, you're gonna go. You just got pointed. You, you you do the point. No, you do or the you point can, way. Or better yet, you can go over to her and say, "How are you gonna talk to her? With your looks? <laughs> you know game. You know ball. Oh yeah, it ain't gonna work. Anymore. You know ball. It ain't back, gonna work. Back in my days. How many times are we gonna have a clicker for how many times he said back in my days? Oh yeah, back no. in my days. Woo! I don't spend twelve fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but see, that's what... see. Back in the days, it didn't work. Back in my days, back in the days. Okay, see, she will get you. See? Back in the days, <laughs> back in the days, you know, it didn't work. Back in my days, back in my. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> been a while. All right, all right. Next question. Gage. Okay. All right. So we've got one from stressed in Seattle. Um, stress. Stressed in Seattle, yeah. Is he under stress? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's under a lot of a stress. Lot of it. Yeah. A lot of so, it. That's why he's asking you questions. Yeah, so basically, it's another relationship advice, you know, question. Uh, he says that he's currently at work, and uh, he has a... Um, he has feelings for his manager, and he wants to act on them. What, what are your opinions on... Bad idea. Bad idea. Why is it a bad why, idea? Why do you think it's a bad idea? You don't... Can I say you can, you can curse on here. You can curse on here. Hey, this is our show. You can't <laughs> eat the way you should have. Mm. Pretty much. Uh, break it down for the folks who who they're, who they're they're hearing, but they're not listening. Where you work, it's not good to have a relationship there. Why? Why is that not? 
conflict of interest. Mm. Work. You, you don't want to sleep with your boss. Yeah. Vice versa. It's not a good idea. It's not a great idea either. But, but, <laughs> but, what if she's, she's into She's really bad. Like she looks really good and yeah, she's she into looks it. Really and she's into it. And she's like, I'll lose my you job. Can, can you miss this opportunity? Can you, can you afford to miss this opportunity? If real love is, a, is at stake here. Uh, do you want to keep your job? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, it is what's more important. Yeah, what's more important? Your job or the girl, you know what I mean? If you lose your job, is she going to keep you? She gonna maintain you, or vice versa. You know, you don't want to do that. It's not a good idea. See, I can agree with you on that. You know, oh, ball. finally, you can know, you know, ball. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you, you know? can't do that. It's not a good idea. It has happened. Hey, example. I don't like where this is going. You know those 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 two lovebirds at ABC. You know, oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, you but know, TJ Holmes and that other girl. The, the white know. girl? It's a friend, a girl. You know, nice, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, it, See, okay, so for those both, of them lose, both of them lose their jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what happened was, uh, was CBS or ABC? ABC. ABC. The news anchors, the guy was cheating on his wife. With the other news anchor. With his co anchor. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she's cheating on, cheating on her husband, husband with, with him. So they uh, both end up losing their jobs. So, you know. Workplace romance is... It's very much... The way I put it... It happens. The way I put it is... But look, but don't touch. Yeah. yeah workplace romance is good if you're single. You know what I mean? But don't want to sleep with your boss. If that happened... Whoops. Some people... <laughs> some people get away with it. It's not a good idea. Going in the long run, somebody got to lose or some... Or both people going to lose. So... Yeah. It's not a great idea. Yeah. Well... well I, I think you know they're right on the head. Um, so that your buddy, what's his name again? Yeah, uh, stressed yeah, in Seattle. Stressed in Seattle. Yeah, you're gonna keep stressing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just stress you out with a happy hour. He can find another. Hey, he can find a single lady. Hey, you know what I mean? Tie it all up. Tie it all up. You know? <laughs> okay, well, so that's a lot of stress, though. It is that a lot is of stress. Oh yeah, no one to get the name stress. Yeah. <laughs> stress in Seattle. Uh, Sorry uh, about that stress. Peace out, bro. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Okay, so to bring it back to the idea of you can always bet on fatherhood, what do you think Drake meant when he said you can always bet on fatherhood? Who's Drake? You know who Drake is, Dad. I don't, I don't, I don't know a song. You know, it's, it's not a song, Dad. You can bet on fatherhood. He okay. said you can always bet on fatherhood. Like you can always bet on yourself. Do you believe you can always bet on fatherhood? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Some people are built to be fathers, right? They're, they're not yeah. built like you, right? Well, I'm kind of a little rounded. I'm not that's not built. what I meant. That's not. I'm not I'm built. You know, what I mean, that's I don't not have. What I, I don't have the, the hammer, the python. <laughs> it's not. It's the wrong. Oh, oh the wrong build. Oh, is that, is oh, you're talking build right here. Yes, like. That. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It all depends. You know, not every, not every, you know, not every man could be father. Mm-hmm. Not every father could be man. You know what I mean? So. See, they was hearing you. They wasn't listening to you. Say that again. None of a man could be father, and none of a father could be man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I'm glad, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to help the people out. Um, hey, anytime, bro. Just call me up. You know. Okay. See, now we gotta end the segment. So I thank you guys all for listening to. Yo, this Brody, segment. talk to me. No. Okay. Uh, so everybody who's listening and watching, thank you for this. Has been another. Uh, segment of uh, you can always bet on fatherhood. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot no 
Deputy. Okay. Let's cut the mic. Let's Hold me up. Hold on. Hey, if you want to see more of Big Mike, let us know oh. in the comments. No, I didn't. I it, love it, this won't, it, won't, it won't happen again. Hey, I'll next time it. I bring my dog with me. No, you won't. I, let's cut the mic. <laughs> well, uh, that was an interesting segment. That was an awesome segment. I, I don't think he's going to be back. Uh, I don't know. I just wasn't wasn't going going for it. Wasn't the vibe. Let's see what the audience thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's going to do numbers on TikTok, yeah. but um, man, uh, yeah. But that's kind of like what we're trying to go for. So if y'all did like that segment or like ideas like that, just let us know in the comments. Um, I think that's kind of how we want to use guests more is mm-hmm. like for specified kind of segments. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just let us know what y'all think of the change, but. Um, let's get into another topic. Uh, one I've been wanting to talk to you for a minute. I've saved this conversation for specifically the podcast. I have just been on a Lil Wayne. Just I've just been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne. I've been on a binge lately. I've been going back, listening to a lot of his mixtapes, his albums, and I, I don't know, man. I feel like he should be in everyone's consensus top five rappers of all time. Like, this guy is just fucking phenomenal i don't I, I don't know what else to say about him just he, his work speaks for itself and when you think about all the clever punchlines he's put into verses on features his own albums and everything it's just i don't know if there's anyone who can touch him and he's responsible for jizzy drake so. i mean he he does play a lot of part in, in him and nikki's career and a bunch of other people but i'm not mad at you for saying that i'm not mad at you for showing uh, he's giving his flowers. Cause, yeah. I mean, I love Lil Wayne. I do. I, I, I can't deny it, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Wayne, Wayne is goaded, you know? And I know we're not going to do our top five list today. We're ne- n- don't hold on to that. We're never going to give y'all our top five list. Yeah. But I'm not mad at anybody that does have Wayne there. Because yeah. I think peak for peak, he definitely goes. He might have top two, top three peak. He just has longevity. He has influence on all different eras of hip hop. Like, he's found ways to stay relevant throughout his career even though like there were new ages of hip-hop coming in like mm-hmm. we saw the trap kind of uh influence him, him, come him, in. with, him with hot boys yeah the young money yeah yeah, yeah money yeah and then everything carter five onward yeah. and his features and stuff Fuck, the tyler feature that he does on hot, hot wind blows is one of my favorite Lil wayne features but um yeah i don't know i i saw um I think it was spurred by a TikTok I saw where people were like naming like the best rapper alive, and mm-hmm. a, a lot of people were saying Lil Wayne. So I was like, I'm glad to see that people recognize the greatness that we have while he's still here. Yeah, I just feel like we lose that when, I mean, we kind of appreciate these rappers when they're gone, but while they're here, we're like, uh, I, I don't know. No, I feel you on that. I feel you on that, and I'm not mad at that, you know, but. It yeah. makes you think because I do feel like it's an underrated part of Wayne's legacy is his longevity. Because don't get me wrong, it was touch and go for a minute, not to get too like hip hop historian even or like just technical with it. But like if you think about it, right after like around the Carter Four era where he was having the whole issue with like his addiction and like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my god, the, the brain. Uh, uh, Bur- 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 yeah, Sorry, I had brain fart. After I really said hip hop historian, yeah, <laughs> cut me the fuck out of this. <laughs> but the whole thing was like his addiction and the Birdman, and then him not releasing Carter Five or Carter and Carter Four, not how you wanted to. Like it was touch and go for a minute when it came to like Wayne and like his music. But honestly, I would say he's like definitely revived it. Like, yeah, definitely of recently, last like I would say four years. Yeah, 
Like he's you could still make the case that he is the best rapper alive, especially after like the most recent four years. So I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, and I mean, I think people should just be a little more, um, or I, I should say, less afraid to make the safe pick in their top five rapper uh, list. Um, because you know the safe ones are obviously Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. Um, but man, there there's just so many names in this new era, and even I guess like 2000s era, who deserve to be in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, and Lil Wayne is definitely one of those guys, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I love Lil Wayne, appreciate that guy, and uh, we wouldn't have a lot of uh, hip hop artists that I love today without him. So, um. Yeah, sorry to get off on that tangent, but uh, we, we had a pretty crazy weekend this past weekend in the All NBA All Star Game. Uh, as in crazy as you mean boring? Then yeah. Really? You thought it was boring? Uh, the All Star Game was definitely boring. Okay, yeah, I agree. The actual All Star Game, I I fell asleep. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely yeah. boring. Like you could tell, like it's just a glorified like practice. And that's yeah. really all it is. Because you see them these guys go harder like during like the lockout runs in LA Fitness when they're all playing against each other, and you see the clips on, during the summertime. They go harder even then than they do during these All Star. Yeah, um, it's so weird because I thought they kind of had solved the problem a couple years ago when they switched the rule format where it wasn't just they were playing four quarters like they would a normal basketball game. It does make it a little bit more to, interesting. It does. But it didn't fix the problem of the competitive, um, I guess, effort level that we're getting from these guys. Because obviously the year that Kobe passed is when they made the change. Um, and I think it was just because of, you know, the impact of Kobe and his, his death and, you know, his legacy on basketball that they were playing harder. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get that again just because the, the stakes aren't there. The impact just isn't the same. I don't know if you feel that way too, but I mean, I, th- I think Kobe's like impact or death at the time definitely impacted the game, but I think it's more so from the fact of like, I don't know. I just feel like they just don't care, you know. And why would they care? There's no incentive for them to really try that hard for. So it's like, it even goes back to that the events like the three point contest and like the 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 dunk contest and the skills. Like really, I feel like they should have been replaced skills with a one on one. Yeah. But there's a reason why they won't do one-on-one. You know, the reason why the NBA won't do one-on-one is because the players really don't want to... Their egos can't take it to figure out who actually is the best one-on-one player that year. You know, their egos definitely wouldn't take it. And then when it comes to the dunk contest, like, I guess on first take, Stephen A said it best. Like, I get it. Like, LeBron gets hated for a lot of things. A lot of things unfairly. But he is responsible for the death of the dunk contest. Let's just call it a a spade a spade. He is responsible... For the death of the dunk contest. Stars do not compete in the dunk contest anymore because LeBron started the wave of players not doing it. Man. That's just a fact. That's what it is. Like, I mean, it really doesn't impact LeBron's legacy in any way. And it, he doesn't have to do the dunk contest, but that is what the death of the dunk contest is. Because stars don't do dunk contests anymore. Because let's be honest, there is legitimate no reason why John Morant and Zion should not be in the dunk contest. Yeah, instead we got Mac McClung, who, shout out Mac McClung for <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, 450. No, Mac McClung smoked that. He had, he had a great dunk contest. Yeah. He deservedly, deserved to win. And I, when when people talk about how the fact of like, oh, um, uh, the dunk contest was ruined when they screwed Aaron Gordon. Yeah, they screwed Aaron Gordon, but they screwed people all the time. It, well, that wasn't the end of the dunk contest. Stars stopped competing in it. That's yeah. a fact. Like, stars do not care about competing in it anymore. When was the last time we had a true star, like, superstar in the dunk contest? The last one I could think of was, like, 
Dwight Howard? No, Paul George and John Wall. But even then, were they superstars at the time? No, but they were the last they were one. Just, but they, like, they were very much all-star Donovan caliber. Mitchell won the dunk contest. Donovan he wasn't the superstar he was at the time. So that's what I'm saying is maybe you look at it at a de- from a developmental sense where like the dunk contest is helping build stars, kind of. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I see your argument of like LeBron didn't do the dunk contest. So now every star is kind of obligated to kind of be like oh, well, this is how a lot of these other players are going to make their name for themselves, mm-hmm. and I'm not expected to do it. Because, like I said, the there's no reason there. why we, should, no reason we, should, we shouldn't have already seen a Zion and versus Ja dunk contest. Like, there's a, there's no reason why we haven't seen that yet. But they, well, Zion said, hasn't been healthy, so... You no, know, but they even asked both of them. <laughs> and Ja said, like, the money ain't worth it for him. Which yeah. makes sense. It's like, the winner barely gets, like, 100000 which is, like, we say barely, but, like, compared to these athletes, like, they're not... Those big stars, they're not getting out of bed for a hundred thousand to do a do a dunk contest. That if they lose it, they like get screw hurt. up. They, they will get not even they get hurt because they don't really care about get, them getting hurt. But they if they get lose and they'll get memed into oblivion for. And the players really don't. They're not trying to get memed into oblivion. They're gonna get memed anyways, man. That's just the like culture of NBA Twitter now. But that's what I'm saying. That, that's also <laughs> contributes to the fact they don't want to do it anymore either. They have. Yeah, uh, Zion. Zion was like, when the time is right. Like, I feel like he knows. He's like, well, I'm, I'm not really trying to be a meme. <laughs> but like, I'll do, I, I think I do think Zion and Job will do it one day. I just don't see it anytime soon. I think they they could care less. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. Uh, I don't know. The three point contest is still kind of a mess too. You saw Julius Randle. I, I'm a Julius fan. <laughs> they Julius, set him up for failure. They, Julius had no reason to be in that, in that three-point contest. <laughs> I love the reaction of his kid watching every break come off the rim, and his kid's like, no. <laughs> What's wrong? He's covering his <laughs> That eyes. was funny. Let's see, I was going to say, we're memeing the hell out of Julius. Like, yeah. Could you imagine what they did to Zion yeah. if he missed a dunk or yeah. came down awkwardly or something? Yeah, they, they they wouldn't go for it like at all. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, like do you... I, I don't know. It feels like we're outgrowing. Like the average fan is outgrowing at these games, like the All Star Game, the Pro Bowl. Like they don't really care anymore. Okay, so we actually haven't talked about the Pro Bowl. Um, shit, I don't even think we've truly done like a full like recap of our Super Bowl and the NFL season. Um, if you're interested in like draft content and stuff, just let us know in the comments too. Um, but I- I'm kind of with you. I feel like a lot of the appeal of the All Star Game is just having that all-star or pro bowl appearance next to your name um no one really wants to play in the game anymore um i think flag football was probably the best move for the nfl the nba needs to find something like that to where they could keep it competitive but could it be three on three maybe i don't know if that fixes any of your problems though because like on the three in a 3v3 tournament would you still would you get people playing as hard yeah i think you would if you let the or maybe you split it up like the Rising Stars game. Well, you have the players draft themselves. Because hmm. the draft idea is genius. Especially, I love the fact they did it before. The day they, of, yeah. Yeah, the day of. Like, watching everybody's reactions. Like, the <laughs> fact that Jokic, the two-time MVP, was damn near the second-to-last pick is hilarious. And Giannis tried to pick Ja when they were going through the, the bench res- players first. That was hilarious. They- <laughs> Ernie Johnson had to tell him, uh, Giannis, you can't pick Ja. He's a starter. One thing I was upset about, though, is the fact that 
Chuck and uh, Shaq's mics were left on, and you heard them talking, and I'm upset they didn't say anything crazier. <laughs> I thought Chuck and Shaq were going to say something outrageous, and it was just normal them talking shit hey, to each other. You know, crazy thing about the broadcast, um, I don't know how anyone else feels about this, but uh, we had Draymond Green on during the broadcast. Mm-hmm. I thought Draymond was actually really funny uh, at commentary, and should definitely look into something to do after I don't know. If no, that's I, think, I think future, I think I think Draymond is definitely lining up to be on that inside of the NBA crew. Sports personality. At, at the very at the very least, like he's definitely gearing up. Like he will definitely like. God forbid anything happens to any one of those guys on the set. He because their dynamic is just so perfect. He will definitely like. I can see him fitting in seamlessly yeah. to that, and even starting his own if he's able to get like two or three other mics with him. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really it's really cool to see some of these athletes like transition into because some of them are good at it. Let's be honest, like some of these athletes are good at it. Like, yeah, Draymond is one of them, and some of them aren't. Like, and a lot of them think they are just because they're loud. Yeah, but a lot of them aren't. Like, some some are good in certain roles. Like, <clears throat> I think Tony Romo is one of those guys who found his niche in like color commentating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he would even be... though it's kind of tailing off. Yeah, he is kind of tailing off, but like. I don't know. Did you hear about like what was going on with him and uh, like CBS, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, th- there's a whole thing. Go look it up with Tony Romo and CBS. Um, but I think he had found his niche, his niche with uh, color commentary, and that's kind of like what guys kind of have to figure out is: are they going to be on the sports talk shows where you're arguing about sports every morning? Or are you going to be one of these guys who's on the game, who's got like a more composed kind of... But I feel like there's definitely a time and a place for it, but I feel like that the, the first take type of debate, like, it's kind of tiresome in, in, in the sense of like, it's so oversaturated, the market, when it comes to content like that. And we, I mean, we have fun every now and then doing stuff like that, so I'm not even dogging it. Like, I'm really not dogging it like yeah. that. But I feel like some of the, like, the athletes that do it, like, like, you just don't know, like, it's crazy to say, but some of the athletes don't know ball. Like, like it's it's insane because like I think I know who you're talking about. It is so many. I definitely have somebody in mind, and one day I'm gonna tell you who I have in mind. You don't want to talk about it right now. No, I'm phony. I'm phony, and I'm fake. No, Shady McCoy can't do this. Okay, see, I was just let's keep it a stack. Like Shady McCoy, (laughs) I might be a biased cowboy, but there's some like there's a lot of these analysts that like they're just not good. Like they're better off. Like I felt like Shady was better off. Doing the I am athlete podcast type of setting, yeah, because I feel like it just doesn't work with him. In my in my opinion, yeah, I mean I I'm kind of with you. I, I I like Lashawn McCoy. I he was one of my favorite players, um, one of my favorite running backs. As a Cowboys um, fan, he definitely it's hard for me to say, but he was definitely elite. He was him, yeah. Um, but I, I'm with you. I think with some the, people, it's like with what's his name, um, uh, what's his name, Hollins. He's oh with, uh, yeah, yeah, Ryan Hollins. Ryan yeah. Hollins. It didn't work with Ryan Hollins, like, yeah. And he's doing his own thing with the Rockets, and shout out to him. But like, it just didn't work. Like, I, I just feel like it doesn't work with some athletes. I just don't think they're very, yeah, particularly good at. It. And they get the opportunity because they are athletes and they do have the big names, so they bring the viewers. But I just don't think it works. Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but um, you know, a big thing of contention with you know all these athletes getting jobs in media right after their playing careers is people like us don't get jobs yeah but it's, I mean it's, it's the cream will rise to the top regardless you know? oh yeah that's what Macho Man Randy Savage he, he says something like that he mm-hmm. says uh, cream of the crop okay <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like this is a great conversation for somebody like I guess an athlete. If you guys want us to see us have an, uh, another athlete on the podcast or even another like sports media type person have this conversation because I feel like I know who I want to have this conversation with because like we talk about all the time like do you need to have played sports to get to talk about sports at the highest level like just because somebody isn't an NBA player should they be allowed to talk about the the NBA yeah you know but hey that's interesting just, yeah it's a, definitely an interesting point of uh, of discussion so something to look into for yeah, sure but that was a great first episode man yeah I think so too um, I think we're gonna wrap it up for uh, this first episode of season three but man, I'm just so excited for uh, what's coming. We're going to be posting a lot more on uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, doing some more streaming on YouTube. So if you're into the gaming, we're playing a lot of Overwatch right now. But I'm sure we'll get into other games as the calendar year goes on. Um, make sure you check us out. Thank you for being with us, man. Yeah, we really, really appreciate the support. And uh, just, uh, yeah, make sure y'all y'all subscribe, follow, do all that cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, excited for for the new season, man. Hey, glad to be back, man. Are we recording season three? I'm Gabe Sutton. This is the young Rottweiler. Oh, 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 oh. Ethan Hamilton. And you just got done watching the greatest podcast on earth.